Say goodbye to things scattered, stressed, and the last minute scrambles to fund your real estate deals. If you're ready to stop chasing leads, endlessly connecting on Facebook, social media, and Zoom, just to pitch your stuff to anything that moves and breathes, listen up. The Daily Investor Lead Flow is finally here. This tool has forever helped us pinpoint where to focus our capital raising efforts and where to free our time and energy. Head over to dailyinvestorleadflow.com to discover how much of a game changer it can be for you. The Daily Investor Lead Flow literally changed everything for us. Now you can finally have the opportunity to take back your time and get your life back. Remember those times you reached out to investors and heard nothing back? Those days are coming to an end. This tool will zoom out, highlighting all the gaps. It will also zoom in, removing all the guesswork from prioritizing your efforts. Plus, it will help set clear expectations for your business and ensure that your capital raising strategies are assets, not liabilities. Don't wait, take the daily lead flow by going to dailyinvestorleadflow.com. That's dailyinvestorleadflow.com. Your future self will forever thank you. Today, economy presents so many opportunities for investors in built-to-rent apartment complexes. There is so much opportunity to pivot into the next big thing. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And, and together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Hello, hello to our favorite crew, the Cashflow Multipliers. We are stoked to be back with another episode jam-packed with more ideas on how to stay on trend in the real estate world. 2020 and 2021. And who are we kidding? 2022 <laughs> as well. It's just an extension of the past two years. This all still feels like, you know, Palm, March 2020 for a lot of us, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. But there has been a lot of changes we have experienced as a society within that time. Everything from how we communicate, create income has massively shifted within the time frame, right? Of course. And we have to change with it, right? Yes. Your ancestor did not carry you this far to drop <laughs> off at the end. I mean, we didn't come this far to come this far for sure. We can feel our staring down on us daily. Are we making them proud? <laughs> like looking up right now. I'm thinking Mulan. <laughs> me too. Mushu, are you proud of me? <laughs> That's always the question in the back of our mind. We have to think differently, creatively, and a little outside of the apartment box, quote unquote, if you will. If there's one thing that we've learned when it comes to real estate and apartment syndication is that the market shows no mercy. We have to pay attention to other areas in the market as well to see how else we can contribute. That's why today's episode is a little bit more, well, niche. A unique niche, some would say. But aren't all niches unique? Yes. Okay, that's beside the point. Today, we're talking about build-to-rent properties, which has become increasingly popular with real estate investors in the past several years as the number of renters has increased since the housing market crash of 2007, 2008. Right, Palm? Yeah, I know Nan is flashing back to the dark days of 2007 and 8. <laughs> yep. So where we were like babies at that time. That's absolutely true. <laughs> so, right. And as we're on the topic of societal shifting with times, there's a huge event that affects millions, mainly millennials. We love our millennial friends, and they've been dealt with a tough hand. Lagging income, student debt, owning our own home has become increasingly difficult for them. And that's why a lot of millennial rent rather than owning their own home, both because of circumstance and because of preference. But as they get older and start their own family, 
they're of their own. Those apartments that they used to live in becomes a bit tight. But we live in America where there's never an opportunity we don't like to capitalize off of, right? So enter built to rent apartments. Well, built to rent development. These are multifamily apartment complexes that are built from the ground up to rent out with plenty of perks and space. This is what happens when the perfect storm of rising prices, human behavior, and demand meet. People are changing how they live their lives, literally, like in literally their living space. So meaning that the real estate also has to change physically. The structures people occupy, the market needs adapt and change. And it's a little hard to change things when it's been built 20, 30, 40, even 50 years ago, right? <laughs> yep. So if you're trying to revamp an apartment physically, you're not going to find parks for a revamp at yesterday's prices. And we all know that old inventory is sold out. You're going to see new inventory, new parts on the market, right, Palm? Mm -hmm. And who is that going to track? Palm, do you know? I think I know. <laughs> what is it? Um, Nan, tell me. The new higher-end homeowner. That's what I thought. Simply put, when you get older, it's harder to complete. This is anything like if you think of a new car scenario. There's appreciation, of course, of a vintage 1950s Cadillac. But imagine how hard it's going to be to try to get that original chrome. It's super hard to come by, right? On the other hand, Tesla owners, they have no issue replacing in their parts, just simply walking into their store. Plus the bonus of electrical car, air pollution is definitely something that has changed over the years. So when we bring it back to real estate investor, how do you buy old parts and make it make sense from the cash flow perspective, right? Mm -hmm. So we're, well, how we're going to do is, is to engineer it. More specifically, you have to reverse engineer it which means you have to think like a tenant and see the value from their perspective and give them an apartment that matches today's world. Then you have to think from a landlord, apartment syndicator perspective, does it make sense for us financially? What we're seeing is this. When you combine the tenant's value with the right price point, considering the acquisition and the maintenance plus the low interest rates we're seeing right now, you have a really unique situation on your hand that we think more people will need to start paying attention to. As real estate investors, we also play the dual role of whether woman or man. We're always looking at forecasts of what's on horizon, what new trends we're seeing, and what's to come. There is a lot of potential out there, but we have to target our focus on things we think are going to make the most sense for our passive investors. Gone are the days of going to developer and buying property below the replacement cost. The replacement cost is everything from construction materials to hiring labor, only in the end to have some sort of resemblance of profit. How we wish we can go back in time to the 50s and 60s and buy up everything so that we can get it at a bargain price. Ooh, I back love to that. The future. I mean, yeah, back to the future. But if we but we can't do that, obviously. So what best thing, next best thing we can do is forecast things out. You can see that we see a lot of markets that are factors that are driving up markets in residential areas and a lot of demand in some markets for housing in certain, obviously in certain pockets. And we're going to jump on those opportunities as real estate investors, doing our due diligence and making the, making the economics and tenant base match up as well as we could. We have to ask ourselves these questions like, what does the rental market look like? What's the durability of rent? Who are these potential tenants? As time have changed and people have been, you know, feeling weight of job loss and certain industries being hit harder than others, there is still more demand than there is supply, right, Palm? Yes, absolutely. Is anybody else Econ 101 bills going off right now? Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that there's opportunity and that's what we're looking for. You're looking for the shifts and the trends and we're all about that, looking at it all the time. 
I guess in a lot of ways, our fashion background and our trend forecasting really did prepare us for this moment, man. Totally. People have discovered they can work from home. Businesses are learning that they can lead their team from their living room. Students have withstood being in a black boxes or Zoom for so, so long. We know things might change, but regardless, all of these things are affecting how people live their lives. With all these changes, real estate is no different, right? Yeah. Enter build to rent. It's become more and more popular these days that you've seen them. Apartments advertising as luxury living with work included. Pools, a dog park, playground, even a grocery store is all built into and located in one building, similar to a gated community vibe. Typically, when you hear build to rent homes, most people think of, you know, like single family homes that are built with specific intentions of renting them, right? However, you'll see more trend that apartment syndicators are getting into, which is the built to rent for apartment complexes built from the ground up to the development, right? Rent the units, execute a business plan and operate it like any other apartment syndication. Seems simple enough, right? Yes. So if you build it, they will come kind of mentality. Well, in a lot of cases, this can be true, but because of significant upfront investment, built-to-rent apartments are normally built by a group of real estate companies, not by individual people. What we're talking about in regards to rental properties, that's nothing new, right, Palm? Mm-hmm. People have been living in large multifamily apartment complexes for as long as cities has been in existence, right, Palm? Yes, indeed, <laughs> right? Duplexes, triplexes, and other buildings similar are as old as the Hollywood Hills that exist nearby. A modern built-to-rent neighborhood is built with one goal in mind from the beginning, to be rented. As a result, all your neighborhoods have one thing in common from the start, which is... What is it, Palm? They're all about to be rented. Yep. Okay, so if apartments and multifamily units have been in existence forever, where is the big demand for built-to-rent apartments coming from? Well, you can see it's the next generation. Millennials are at the place of building their careers and earning more income. They're no longer younger brothers and sisters we fondly remember eating Lunchables and watching TRL after school. That's right. And they're paying substantial, like, substantial portions of their paycheck in their student loans. This makes it hard to save for that traditional 20-30% down payment on a house that costs like $300,000 or more. Much more these days, right? City like Los Angeles, New York City, the median home price is almost a million dollar. As a result, millennial homeowners are a rare find. At the same time, millennials also want a home with key features like safety and a sense of community. In a built-to-rent neighborhood, they have access to the things like pools, luxury gyms, and don't forget the dog park for pets. That's a lieu to, like in lieu of kids, obviously. And there are other reasons as well for the in-demand of built-to-rent neighborhood. Absolutely. So they're going to become renters for life. It's not surprising that the younger people have made up more renters in the market. Maybe you remember it yourself many years ago, getting your own place, your first big girl or boy job, and then finding the perfect place to rent. In hindsight, you realize that the carpet actually smelled <laughs> and you were pretty sure that there was some black mold in the ceiling towards the end of your time. Yeah, we've all been there. Then when you get old enough, you save more money and put a down payment on a house and move out to the suburb. Ah, uh, yeah, the American dream. But nowadays, things simply aren't that easy, right? Anyone who read a newspaper headline lately will tell you home prices are higher than ever with little evidence of them leveling out which make it really hard to save up for it. That paired with a crippling student loan debt, it makes sense that the renter demographic is getting older and older. These are people with more money to spend on rent, 
who want an authentic suburban experience. All the perks of the perfectly mow lawn without, you know, actually having to mow the lawn. Nan, I know that that's your favorite house chore. No way. (laughs) (laughs) So millennial cohorts reject home ownership in favor of becoming lifelong renters. There's an article we've linked in our show note on our website, and it provides such a fantastic read and perspective on the situation. Yes. So property ownership isn't for everyone's goal, right? Especially for people under 40 years old. I mean, for them, the benefit of rentings are now more attractive and is something to embrace rather than endure. They have seen their parents bear the weight of financial struggles in owning a home, especially if they were the victim of, you know, the 08 crash. From like for them, abandoning home ownerships and maintaining long-term renter is a new American dream. In addition to that, we can't forget our baby boomers. High five to the baby boomers. I love their love name. them. <laughs> yeah, their kids are out of the home, all grown up, and now they're looking to downsize and live in homes that are easier to manage and take care of. The article also sums this up beautifully from the perspective of the boomers with all their quotes saying, Instead, they're opting to rent in urban environments that offers greater flexibility for travel and options to leverage equity in their homes. Most of the rental market has been located in the, you know, urban areas, big cities where people move to for even bigger opportunities. But that's totally slowly changing, right? When the pandemic hit, most people started working from those city apartments and then eventually just moved back home. Companies quickly realized that their employees maintain effectiveness at home and they could save money by renting less office space. This, along with changing, you know, like demographic, has led to surge of demand for rentals. So what does this mean for you guys, right? With sky-high housing prices, it's getting even more expensive to buy a single-family home. And from an investment point of view, it's become less attractive since it's going to take you longer to earn back your investment. However, the price of constructions has remained relatively stable for new housing. This makes built-to-rent that much more attractive as an option. Remember, guys, as investors in real estate investing world, a lot of our job is like forecasting the weather, noticing the changes, and reporting on what's most likely to happen. Like the 100% chance of you making your money. (laughs) Exactly. Built-to-rent means we're able to capture the massive upside that normally would be passed through to the apartment syndicator since we're already doing all the hard work up front. It stands to reason that we should also receive the huge upside as well. Palm, shall we like lay out the, you know, the details of the pro and cons now? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. So apartments with benefits. We're all about engineering to the next great opportunity to work in our favor, and that's especially true when it's benefiting both sides of the market. This is where interest rates will allow you as an investor to invest and buy new properties while picking up the tax breaks. There are other benefits as well, right? Such as zero maintenance since they're brand new. You don't have to worry about deferred maintenance or give the tenants what they want so that they're willing to pay a premium. Just imagine not one leaky sink for them to complain about. Yeah, that's the best feeling ever. Trust me, guys, you do not want to hear that complaint. So you also have a longer asset life with new properties. The age life methodology of appraisal tells us that at some point, homes wears out. It's not going to be longer viable. There's always some sort of builder's warranty when it comes to new houses and typically new homes and sort of like builder's warranty. Even a home that's 40 years old still has some life left. And that's true for multifamily apartments as well. According to Jean Gillian, 
a successful builder in Florida, the insurance premiums are way lower in homes, right? The new homes. Why? Because they're built with a weather in mind. I know there's a lot of jokes about Florida, but this one seems to make sense, right, Palm? Absolutely. That is actually a really great point. Another benefit is less turnover or tenants. When tenants are living in something newer and nicer neighborhoods and attract better tenants overall, you have a longer tenancy. And that's just simply good business. Plus, you can also ask for more rents since it's brand new Class A building. Yep. Belt to rent could give you the biggest return in your investment to date. There are so many upside, guys. The significant value in the future, ground up the development to selling of the apartment complexes. Plus, you can still take advantage of the massive tax benefits in the apartment complexes once the buildings are complete. We've never experienced a perfect living situation, but we think build to rent comes pretty close. The property works and all things are equal. The neighborhood is idyllic and sought after. The rental range works in the area in terms of demand and the sherry on top is that they are brand new homes, which is not only engineered from financial perspective, but actually generally engineered from a durability and usability perspective. Wow, that's a really great benefit. Well, guys, face it, you you walk into those, you know, model unit, the single family home with perfectly hung modern art on the wall, right? And all the white kitchens and not a stain on the carpet. A total dream. Renters are also looking for these type of amenities. Renters can experience the comfort of home ownership without the stress of having to make their own repairs and maintenance and those huge lump sum of the down payment, right? A huge bonus to anyone who live in a home and pay more than, you know, I mean, $200 to a plumber only to tell you there's something wrong with your leaky sink. I mean, remember? Obviously, we know this. <laughs> remember? Six, Someone, 200 is not even, it's actually relatively cheap. We in got LA, it's bigger. In, in LA, that is basically $200 for them just to come out. So millennials are growing families, as you guys know, and they want to live in communities that are also going through something similar. That's why knit, tight-knit communities of built-to-rent complexes offer that ideal. Plus, as investor, you might be able to get into the game sooner with less competition. If there aren't going to be enough properties to buy, investing in built-to-rent apartment can help you get into, you know, the real estate game without having to enter into those crazy bidding wars or engaging in another competitive struggles that will lower your chance of a good ROI. And if you invest in the right area, as in the market that's up and coming, you might find it easier to build than to find an apartment that already exists waiting for you to buy. Now, let's bring everything back in-house. Again, some of the things to consider are lack of liquidity. Just like any other apartment syndication, your money will be illiquid for five years or so. And instead of the typical three to five year holding period that you have on already built apartments, the timeline will move to five to seven year hold as apartment is being, well, built. Literally it's building. Literally building. It's simply the development of the property from scratch. There's also another like issue of no control, right? Yep, you hear that right. As a true passive investor, you wouldn't have that control over the day-to-day decisions as those will be taken care of by your mostly like the general partners and the syndicators. And that's why apartment investing is perfect for high-level entrepreneurs, but also something to think twice about it if you have you want like a more hand like more hand-on approach. This isn't your typical JLB. And lastly, the market is a little like sensitive. Much like your cat when you catch her in a bad mood, you just don't know which way it will swing. Real estate like anything else, can be affected by market cycle. However, keep in mind that apartment buildings historically perform better than other real estate types, making it more risk-adjusted investment. Apartment moves with the time. Okay, we think you might be ready. So 
Maybe you're sitting there weighing the pros and cons and are thinking, so how do I get into the action? So glad you asked. Here are some of the tips you need to get started. So yes, number one is through REITs. REITs stand for Residential Real Estate Investment Trust. We talk about this many times already. By investing in a publicly traded REITs, you can earn money on all the properties. That said, different REITs have different specialization. So guys, make sure to do research and invest in REITs with built-to-rent properties. We think you're REITy. <laughs> How do you like that? Yeah, that's a clever one. So number two is publicly traded institutional owner or builder. By investing in a publicly traded property developer, you can perform better due diligence than on a REIT with thousands of smaller holdings. So if you're more to speed, there's plenty of good options like builders such as Marinage or Leonard. Number three is crowdfunding platforms. If you rather would not, you know, invest in REITs or a publicly traded company, you can always raise your own money. And what we mean by this is site like CrowdStreet, you can garner your investors and build your development from scratch. Just keep in mind, oh guys, you have to develop your own business plan, which requires a lot of legwork, expertise, but it's up for the challenge. I mean, if you're up for the challenge, this is amazing options. Plus, you're like to build your own team. Number four, apartment syndication. Hey, that's us. That's us. In the upcoming live webinar on March 16th, we will be diving deeper into ground up developments. Now, in order to participate in any upcoming investment opportunities, please know that it's exclusive to investors in our Kitty Freedom Club. Since our investment opportunities are mostly Reg D 506B offerings, we must have pre-existing relationships for you before you can participate. So if you would like to ride the wave of ground of development or any other apartment syndication and invest alongside us, be sure to join the Kitty Freedom Club now. The link is in the show notes. See? Told you. We'll be with you every single step of the way. Or in this case, brick by brick. We'll end with this, guys. Today, economy presents so many opportunities for investors in built-to-rent apartment complexes. There is so much opportunity to pivot into the next big thing. And whether that's through REITs or with us, Built-to-rent homes can be a valuable part of your portfolio. Get in on the action and make it happen. Your future self will thank you. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast. 